0: Good afternoon, everyone. I hope you're all having a happy Thursday today. Um, My name is Bob Oakley, and I'm your host on the uh, Hope Talk Radio Show, which is sponsored by uh, the Golden Rules, uh, sponsored by uh, Optimize My Life. And uh, I almost said the Golden Rules Society. I have that on my mind today. Lynn kane must be around <laughs> anyway um we we have um our show today is uh, is all about the family and um we have um we want to talk about families and we want to talk about uh, relationships and we want to talk about raising children and uh, a number of different topics we're going to talk about today and i have uh, uh, great expectations that we'll have a couple of guests on here uh, this morning, and we'll be able to share and uh, have them share uh, anything that's on their mind regarding their families. I, am, um, I have a large family. I mention this uh, usually on the show because I, uh, I think it's important if we're doing a family show If we have a family show, that we um, we talk about family, <laughs> and uh, because that's the purpose of the show. And I, um, as I said, I have a large family. I have seven seven daughters and four sons. Uh, that makes it eleven, I think, and um I have about thirty-seven, maybe even thirty-eight now grandchildren. I haven't counted them all up lately, so i I'm, I'm I'm guessing, but I know we have more than thirty five uh grandchildren and great-grandchildren. We now have uh, three three great-grandchildren, and the rest of them are all grandchildren. Um, that's what happens when you get older and you have a large family. Um, you, 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 you end up having a lot of uh grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Um, my older brother—I uh, have two brothers—one older, one younger. My older brother John—he um, he used to always call me Abraham, because I, at a very young age, um, 18 years old, I started a started a family, and uh, in the first uh, five years, we had five children, and so um, my family grew up very, very rapidly and um it was interesting to see how the the older ones as as they got uh older and could do things on their own uh they would they would help out the younger ones and that's what we encouraged them to do we we encourage them to help each other and I think that's one of the important aspects of a family is is teaching uh teaching each one of our children and our grandchildren to work together and to help each other. And it's very important, uh, I think, uh, for that to, to happen in the family. And so um, I, um, I want to talk a little bit more about that. Two of my wife's daughters, uh, she has a daughter who lives in Columbia, South America, and she has a daughter who, uh, who lives uh, here in New Jersey. In fact um, my wife and I are renting an apartment from from uh, her daughter and her husband um, They now have um, five children and and um, uh, four daughters and one son and they are um, it, it's amazing uh to 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 watch them grow uh, and one uh my wife's daughter who who we live in the house where, that they own uh, she uh, she and her husband uh, tried about uh two years ago to have a child, and uh, she lost the baby. Um, I guess God said uh, there's something not right there, and uh, so I'm, I'm going to bring I'm going to bring that one up to heaven. And so then uh, she, uh, they were determined to have another child uh, because they had three, four, and they wanted a fifth one. So um, she got pregnant again, and um, in in April, the beginning of April, um, she they delivered a um, beautiful. She's uh, very is very beautiful. She looks a lot like her mother the dark black hair and the dark eyes. And uh, she has a, a, just a great smile. Uh, her name is Sarah. And little Sarah is, um, is, is, is growing up and developing very quickly uh, because that's only uh, May, June, July, August, September. She's only about five months old now. And, and uh, but I, it's amazing to watch the development of the little children um how they um, they um, uh, my wife's daughter diana she she started nursing uh from the beginning and um, but she has since then um, mostly mostly she's uh, uh getting her nourishment through a bottle now so she is uh she's converted and uh but the the uh, the nourishment from the mother uh is is really the very very best um, I've understand um, if the mother can do it, but not all mothers can uh, can do that. But um, in in her case, she uh, she was able to uh, to provide enough uh, nourishment uh, from from her breasts, and and uh, so they um, that's one of the first things that the babies learn is. Uh, Getting their nourishment from the from the mother and and um, if the mother can handle that, or else getting it through the bottle and and so uh, th- that was uh, th- that's an interesting phase that she went through, and she has passed that and, and um, is now on the bottle, and uh, she'll be uh, eating uh, some solid foods uh, very quickly. And then that's the next phase is uh, helping them um, with some solid foods, and um, there are some very good, uh, very good foods out there today um, that um, <clears throat> that they can start the babies with, and and uh, so um, that's um, I'm sure that that phase is starting uh, very quickly with with her. Uh, and the other one, oh, it's also interesting to see how they develop physically. Uh, I wanted to mention that too, how their their hand movements and their leg movements and and their uh, eye movements, and they start they look around to to see things, and they they learn so much um, through their through their eye senses and their hearing senses also. Uh, in the very beginning and, and it's uh it's interesting to see that development um, and i i haven't uh, had a, a little a little baby like that uh, close to uh, my wife and i uh, haven't had that for a number of years so it's 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 um, it's very um interesting to watch that development and and to help them uh to grow um, and and uh, my wife is uh, just a tremendous um, uh, mother for the for the children, and and she just she just loves them so much, and you know that love that we give them is so important, and that attention that we give them is so important, and in, the, in the, from from um, infancy on, from birth on, um, and I I just think. Um, um, that the uh, reason I'm bringing out some of these things because I'm sure there's some people out there listening, and I'm I'm not a mother, I'm a father, but I think a father has a, 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 a certain responsibility. A father and a grandfather I am, and and a great grandfather. But anyway, we have such a tremendous res- with those little babies to teach them from birth on, and to help them to develop to their fullest. Uh, to their fullest potential, and 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 with the help of the good Lord, and with the help of um, uh, the parents, and with the help of uh, grandparents, and with the help of friends and neighbors and other family members, it's it's a uh, it's a wonderful thing to see to see how how that works. And I have I have learned since um, in the last five years, I have learned. Um, because of my associations with the Spanish people, and I work with a lot of Spanish people, a lot of immigrants that come into this country, I have learned that they are such loving people, and that they are such uh, family-oriented people. And I just, uh, I am so, um, so happy that the, the Good Lord has blessed, blessed us um, with that environment to be around, to be around those people. I see uh, my good friend uh, Mary Stanley um, from Minnesota is, um, is with us. Hi, Mary. How you doing today?
1: Good. How about you?
0: Oh, I'm doing great. I'm off the charts, as Dr. Joel Griffin used to say. I'm off the charts. <laughs> off of the top end, not the bottom end. <laughs> I'm doing great. Thank you. How's your family? Everybody doing good?
1: Yeah, we're finally getting over the the cold or whatever it is that's going around that we got. Oh, no.
0: They're all recovering quickly, I hope.
1: Oh, yeah. They recover faster than we do.
0: Yeah. We had, uh, I was just talking about newborn babies and uh, a little bit about the development in those newborns from, from birth on up, and... Uh, I know you have two children, right? And uh, you've gone through that uh, that whole process um, of early development. And it's amazing to me. It's amazing to see how quickly how quickly they pick up things and how quickly they sh- they start uh, doing things. Um, and uh, we we have two new ones in our family. Uh, my wife's. Uh, older daughter diana has a, a little girl and her name is sarah and uh sarah is now i think five months old and she is uh she has advanced so much already in in those first five months and the things that she she does now that she she didn't do before um i noticed about a month ago if you smile at her she'd smile right back at you and that's something that uh uh, she, I don't know if she learned it from her mother or her grandmother, but um, we were talking about the love, um, uh, the love that uh, we give to the little ones, and they they give it right back to us, and it's and it's um, it's it's teaching them teaching them good values. I believe from 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 birth on up uh, through their their lifetime is so important, and I, I think you would agree with that, right, Mary?
1: Oh, definitely. And here's a, um interesting fact. You know, back in, like, the 80s and the 70s, they all talked about the self-soothing. Yep. And how that was the way to go. They're finding out now through research, and there's been enough time going by, that children that are held more, paid attention more, talked to and played more with, from birth actually develop faster. And they're empathy part of their brain will actually expand more
0: oh absolutely yes I compared to the 100%. kids that are
1: kind of left alone and taught yep. to entertain themselves
0: and you know what else i i believe in is is talking to them before the bar, talking to them in the womb oh, yeah. uh, and i think that's so very important too and then letting them know that we love them and letting them know that we're, we're happy to have them and, and, uh, teach them, um, uh, to, uh, to accept things that we, uh, we, we show them and we help them with. I was, uh, I was just talking about the, the little one, Sarah. Uh, she was the first one of the two that were born. And, uh, she um, she uh, starts smiling about a month ago, and uh, you, you you look at her and you talk to her and you smile a little big and she'll have a real big smile comes onto her, on her mouth and and uh, it's and uh, you can tell she's smiling through her eyes as well as through her mouth, uh, and she is so happy that uh, that we we do that with her and. Uh, they're starting a lot through their, their physical movements are, are uh, developing and uh, her and and the other one that's uh, a month younger than her uh, his name is gabriel and uh, he's uh he's actually my wife's grandson um, and uh no she, he's a great-grandson because it's her granddaughter that uh that had him and he's uh the other uh oh, about a a few days ago, uh, they had uh, both, both babies laying on a, on, a, on a towel on the floor or a blanket on the floor, I should say. And um, they, they, uh, he started turning over, turning over. And uh, uh, the little girl hasn't done that yet, but he's, he's a month younger than her. So they, that's another thing that uh, I, know, I noticed over the years is uh, they don't all develop the same way. And they don't all develop um, the same um, uh, mental and physical uh, development. It's not the same on every child. Every child is different. And uh, our children, uh, my first wife, uh, when she was uh, she was not talking, not talking for a long time, and we were worried about it. And and uh, then all of a sudden she started talking, and we couldn't shut her up. She just <laughs> she just kept talking, talking, talking. And uh, so I, uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes uh, new parents, because uh, she was the second child I had in, in my life, and uh, the, uh, the the first one started talking very, very quickly. Uh, and then, uh, but the, but the second one, you know, she took a couple of years. Uh, to start uh, saying words and 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 talking to us but different different parts of their body either mental or physical developed uh differently and uh, at different times and and so uh i i tell people young people that uh, not to worry about it they, they will develop at their own speed and uh you will uh, uh, uh You noticed that, too, with your children, I'm sure, Mary, right?
1: Yes, and I actually specialize in that area just because both of mine are special gifted. They're both autistic, so I had to learn developmental and how to work with the gifts that I've been given to be able to help them. Because, like, my daughter didn't speak until she was, year and a half but she didn't walk till she was almost two yeah and my son talked early and then he just stopped and didn't talk again till he was about four
0: wow so you know that's that's interesting yeah
1: it's that's, one of the common symptoms of autism
0: yeah yeah
1: and now he tells me he wants to have a conversation. And then I asked him, what do you, you want to have a conversation about? He goes, I don't know. I haven't figured that out yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they're all different. They develop, it is, um, and it's
1: great. But I wanted to I'm touch sorry. back on, you know, you're talking, I want to touch back about, you know, you were talking about when they were still in the womb and about talking to them. It's just as crucial talking to them as it is the environment they're around. Um, When I got my certifications in hypnotherapy and coaching and all that stuff, one of my very first clients had self-esteem issues growing up, and she still struggled a little bit with it. She never felt she was good enough, and she had a great, great childhood growing up, but And when we went through the the motions and went through the hypnotherapy and started regressing her back, well, it turned out that um, when her parents, her mom was pregnant with her, her mom was 16 years old and dad was 17. And so they fought for a long time during the pregnancy of what to do if they wanted to give it up for adoption or keep it. And because of that arguments and dad just, wasn't ready and didn't want wanted to give it up for adoption and mom wanted to keep it. And that continuous argument for year, for, you know, months till she was born and they decided to keep it. She under heard all that when she was developing. And because of that, she never felt like she was wanted or good enough. Wow. Yep. And the funny thing was is when she went back and talked to her mom and dad about it, you know, and this was 20 years later, She's like, how did you know that? Because we never told you that. Because we we were scared and weren't sure. But once you were born, we wanted you. And yep. they told her that that's spot on.
0: And this was all a, a result of prebirth, right? Prebirth destruction. Correct. While
1: well, she was still, yep.
0: Yep, yep, yep. You know, I don't know where I learned that, but I I don't know I don't know if my mother. Taught me that, or, or or what? But I I um I was talking to my children from the time that um, I know my wife was pregnant, and um, and uh, but I, I, and then uh, my wife did too. We both talked to them, and um, I I believe I I agree with that completely. That that's important an important phase in their development, even before they're born and um, so it's uh it's something that we've always done and and uh so um that is, that's very interesting uh, to uh, to get a confirmation on that because i i just uh, i just i don't know where i picked it up but i started doing it um, with the first with the first child and uh, I, maybe i learned it from my parents i don't know um,
1: well, there has always but, been for, you know, years now, a theory about that based on music because of Mozart, yeah. And, you know, in Beethoven, you know, Little Einstein was developed on this theory that the babies could hear while they're still pregnant. And it was so important to listen to certain music over others Yeah. because they developed, and it's uh, the, um, the little Einstein organization and uh, created a whole system. Sorry, our garbage man just came. and My kids have school, so I'm outside. Um, listening to this classical music and different chants and things like that will actually increase the brain and help with making them smarter. No. And I know for my kids, for my son at least, that's, he loves that kind of music. Even now, he listens. That's what he listens to when he goes to bed. But he used to love the Einstein series and listening to Mozart and Beethoven and Handel. And, yep. Yep.
0: Yeah. And, and uh, like I said, they're, they're all developed differently, and they all have different uh, uh, different desires and, and, and needs. Uh, you know, there's some basic things that every every, every child has, but uh, different different. I've found over over the years that uh, um, through my through my family and, and working with other other people's families, um, that it's uh,
1: we're,
0: we're all we're all made in God's image, but uh, He's given us all different uh, different abilities and different talents. Yeah. Um, and And, as we develop those over the years then um, we we can we can uh, become more uh, productive and active in our lives and um, because in my family <coughs> they don't <laughs> they don 't all have the same profession they have a lot of different professions that they 're they 're uh, involved in. Uh, like construction and two of my sons and some of my grandchildren in, in construction and, and my, uh, my daughters, um, all different professions. My, my one daughter is a scientist and, and my one daughter is a teacher and an artist. And, and, uh, uh one of my, one of my sons is a uh, statistician. Um, he's he's very good in that. And, 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 uh, so they, they, all, they all have different professions. Um, and, and the influence for that is not necessarily from the parents um, because the influence is uh, all around their environment, whether it's uh, uh, children that they associ- associate with or whether it's teachers that they associate with or, or um, whatever it is. Um, I remember when I was in grade school, i i was um i i wasn't um too much sports minded because uh living on a farm we um most of our activities were were helping out on the farm doing different things you know and uh, but when i got into into grade school and they had a they had a basketball team and uh, i got very interested in that and I, um, I decided, uh, I wanted to, to do that as a, you know, to, to be a basketball player. And, and, uh, it was, it was hard for me because I wasn't raised, uh, with, um, with sports. Uh, my dad was not involved in sports. He was always working. He was always working at several jobs and, 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 uh, working on the farm and, and things like that. So, um, he didn't, he didn't uh, stress that with us boys. Um, but my one older brother, he, um, he got involved in basketball and he got a college scholarship uh, because of his uh, abilities in, in basketball. And maybe that influenced me. I was, uh, I was about three years younger than him, um, but I, I think he had an influence on me uh, in that area. So you really don't know who's going who's to influence your children the most. But I think that most of the influence to our children comes from us, our parents. And, uh, but we also have other outside influences. I had a number of teachers that influenced me um, and a counselor, a, a, a school counselor that influenced me. Um, and I remember that man to this day, some of the things that uh, we talked about. And some of the things that uh, he uh, he thought I would be good in, uh, uh, because he was. Uh, those are some of the areas that uh, it's very important in our families to be supportive to to whatever the child wants uh, wants to do for the rest of their life. Um, uh, and I think that, as I said, that starts I think from from. Pre-birth and during birth uh, on, on development of our children. Anything? Um, does that bring any thoughts to your mind, Mary? Or things you'd like to talk about?
1: Well, one thing is is you know we talked about this in the morning show this morning was you know accepting and meeting them in the middle with who they are. You know, yep. and this is something that you know a lot of parents don't have to deal with as much but you know it's something that we had the opportunity that we were forced into learning because you know everybody wants their child to be successful it's a doctor a lawyer whatever Yeah. but you know meeting them in the middle to get them to be what you want them to be in a sense of character traits but understanding where they're at and willing them to be able to express themselves their way. Yep.
0: And, and instead of just them, being
1: little, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I think coaching them is, is more important. I mean, it's very important. And uh, it's not more important, but it's very important to, to coach them um, and to help them to, uh, decide is what, what do they want to do for the rest of their life? What do they want to be when they grow up? I used to always ask my kids that, What do you want to be when you grow up? And um, <laughs> when they when they were two years old, they said they didn't know what I was asking them. You know, <laughs> but I didn't really ask them at that age. I asked them when they got a little older. Um, what do you want to be when you grow up? and And um, most of them made those decisions before they got out of high school um, and and um, like my oldest daughter uh she wanted to be a chemist, she wanted to become a scientist, and so um, I encouraged her in doing that and tried to find schools that would be best for her and and, um, and my second daughter wanted to be a mathematician. Uh, so she she majored in math, but she also majored in uh, um, uh, in teaching because uh, she wanted she she maybe wanted to be a math teacher, and so um, each of them developed differently, and each of them uh, with the help of the parents and with the help of teachers and with the help of uh, other people counselors in school um, they can um they can they can develop in those areas i i remember one of my counselors in high school um i had a, a number of discussions with him and and uh, he um uh, he said bob i think you would make a good judge uh you should you should uh, think about becoming a judge <laughs> i had no idea how to become a judge or what a judge did at that point you know uh, but I thought about it, and then um, when I was going to college, I, I took a lot of law courses because I, um, I was interested in law. I don't know if it was because of his influence or what, but I was very interested in the law. And, and, um, but I didn't, I didn't uh, get into that profession. Um, I, I got into uh, engineering first, um, and then I got into uh, business. Uh, because my second degree was in business. But um, I um, I, li- I found out I liked business. I liked being a, a business owner. I liked having my own business. And I started that at a very young age. When I was in high school, I started my first business, uh, selling candy bars at school. <laughs> Could you imagine doing that today? I don't think they would even allow that. I had a I had a whole store of candy bars in my locker, at, at high school, and um, all the kids would come there and, and, and uh, buy candy bars from me, and and I, um, you know, today they would think you were you were selling drugs in, in the school uh, if you if you were doing something like that, um, but even some of the teachers would would once in a while buy candy bars from me, so um, but that was my first business. And and um, because I, I was very interested in businesses, uh, and so um, that was, um, I, I think that influenced the, the fact that I wanted to, wanted to be a, a businessman in my life, and that's why I ended up with the businesses that I have. Uh, but anyway, um, the children, I. Uh, you know, at, at different stages in their life, um, um, they develop uh, they develop skills that they are um, um, interested in in doing. Um, like like my daughter that wanted to be a chemist, she loved chemistry classes, and and um, and she later on got a degree in that and got a got a master's degree in that. And then became a scientist in Estee Lauder, and today she's uh, the head of research in Estee Lauder. Uh, that's a um, um, company that makes cosmetics, and she has developed many products through that through that uh, uh, area, through that skills that she developed. And and uh, uh, my daughter, uh, my second daughter, uh, Debbie, she wanted to she wanted to be a school teacher. And she was also very interested in math, so she she got a, a degree in mathematics and and a, and a de- degree in communications, and and those two things helped her in her teaching profession, and and then um, she um, she also was very interested in art. Her mother was a good artist, and um, uh, she was not a professional artist, but she was very good in in painting painting pictures and things. And um, so that influenced her, uh, that particular, um, the fact that her mother was doing that and her mother taught her various things in art. And then um, today she has an art business. In addition to being a teacher, she does about 20, 25 art shows a year. Um, And she's doing very well in that. And and so um, that's just an, uh, just another example of um, how how children develop and and how they um, they they use those skills that uh, God has helped them to develop um, in their in their lifetime professions. And she, today she's actually uh, doing more in the art field than she's doing in education because she is she is. Uh, sort of semi-retired from, from education. She teaches part-time, um, but she uh, prefers uh, doing, doing her art and her art shows that she does all the time. So anyway, um, uh, that's just some ex- personal examples that I, I can give. And I, uh, I, I gave the examples of, of the two grandchildren and great-grandchild, one great-grandchild and one, one grandchild. And how they are developing, and the love that the parents and the rest of the family give to those two little ones. Um, my wife is watching um, the uh, the great grandchild, the son grandson, um, about four days a week now, uh, because his mother, um, she's a single mom, and she uh, she she is in the uh, she's in the military in, in the army. And uh, so she had. Uh, she, they, they, I think they gave her three months uh, after the child was born, and and uh, but now she's back to back to work. And uh, so the, her her grandmother watches watches her. My wife watches her three or four days a week uh, that she needs to uh, to have help. And so um, th- that that great grandchild is learning skills from from his grandmother and um, and from his um his aunt because um, they they are down they are in an apartment downstairs from us and and uh so uh, my wife is down there all the time uh either with the the granddaughter and and working with her um or or with uh with the grandson that she is watching uh for her granddaughter and so it, it, that's that's how uh, they're they're developed secondary parents, and and um, I call them secondary parents because they are they're they're, they're parenting the child uh, when the parents are not there, and and so um, she does that with both of them, and with another one of the granddaughters. It's now um, I think she's six years old, and she's in first grade, and um, so they learn they're learning from from various people and i i i teach them also i teach them things that i know and and teach them things that like the 6 year old she loves to dance so i'll dance around around the living room with her you know um and and encourage her to do that because she loves to dance and and um, she's very um, very athletic also and i encourage them uh encouraged the parents to get a uh above the ground swimming pool so that she could learn to swim and she did she learned at a very 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 uh, early age and i taught her some things that i knew about swimming because i had um, six of my children um we we um, we lived next to the uh the town's swimming pool and they'd go swimming every day in the pool and they were on swim teams and they won many many awards on those swim teams diving and, and uh, swimming different strokes and and uh, uh, they were very good because they were there every day almost uh in the, in the pool so um, so that that's uh helped them to develop those skills also and i i love swimming so i i was with them uh, a lot in the pool so I taught them different things that I knew and I was the assistant coach for the, for the swim team. And so um, they, uh, the, from skills that um, I had learned and, and my family had learned and, and, and my wife used to love to swim also. So we taught them everything we knew and then they had a coach there and he was a very good friend of mine. And uh, that's why I became the assistant coach because he asked me to. Anyway, um, we, uh, uh, he was very good with the children, very, very good. He taught them many things. They won many, many swim meets uh, over the years. Um, and uh, so that's something that the, the, those children have, have memories of, 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 of uh, how, they, how they learned those skills and how, how the family was involved and how the coach was involved and, and so forth. And and um, it, it's funny when they had swim meets, uh, when the opposing teams would come in, um, they would see my my children, uh, my four boys and my two daughters at that time, and they would say, "Oh no, the Oakley family's here! Oh my goodness!" Because they knew how good how good they were and how competitive they were, and uh, they learned that uh, uh, over the years. And so anyway. Um, I just think that the, uh, is that involvement of, of parents and coaches and teachers and and other people in the children's lives is so essential and it's so very important to their, their development of skills and their uh, development of um, what it is they want to be when they grow up. And, and, um, and then um, get focused on that. That was another thing that I always taught my kids. If you wanna do something, you can do it, but you gotta be focused on it. You gotta decide, this is what I wanna do. Like my, uh, my one of my daughters, my younger daughters, uh, decided she wanted to be an attorney. And I had a very good friend of mine that was an attorney and he helped me with a lot of things in our, in our family situations. But um, she saw what he was doing and what he could do, and because of that, she decided to become attorney. I don't know. She was five or six years old, maybe even seven. I don't know. But she decided uh, one day, she said, I want to become an attorney. And and um, so um, we helped her with that. I helped her through law school. I helped her with uh, with her tests. Um, uh, and and uh, learning learning different because I love the law I loved I love studying the law, and and so um, I uh, I helped her through that, and I helped her to get past the bar exam. She uh, <laughs> it's a very law the law bar exam is very very competitive, and um, a lot of the the people that go to take the bar exam don't make it the first time. Well, she didn't, and she didn't make it the second time. But the third time, she passed it. And, and um, um, so it's, see, it, she was focused. She was focused on that because I, see, that's one of the things I always told my kids. If you want to be a you've got to focus on that. If you want to be a doctor, you've got to focus on that. If you want to be a, a scientist, you've got to focus on that. And, and, and so they, that's what they did. My one son that became um, uh, became a statistician um, when he was uh, I don't know about 10 years old um, some of his friends in school they were um, uh, they, they formed uh, at that time um, it was was um, computer personal computers were were not prevalent at that time only the the elites had them and um, so he said then. I I want I want to get a a, a small personal computer because um, so, I'm in a computer club with my friends and I want to start writing programs. <laughs> now this was this was ten or eleven years old. and he was he was asking for that. So I I got I bought him uh, at that time. The only thing you could get the main thing you could get was a Commodore Commodore 64 I think it was called and um, it was like a keyboard and 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 you had to have a, a tv screen uh, to to display it and and so I said I helped him to get set up in that and got him started in that and he he became very proficient at that and he was writing programs uh, at a very young age and I um, so I encouraged him and my wife encouraged him to keep doing that and and, and 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 that helped him later on in life when he decided he wanted to become a statistician and then he got his own insurance company, um, and the static, statistician part of it helped him in the insurance business uh, uh, because all the insurance rates are based on statistics, and so he, uh, he did very well in that. But anyway, um, I think those kinds of developmental things, uh, helping their kids uh, to develop with the help of God, of course, um, and that's important also in their lives, is to develop their spiritual um, uh, 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 spiritual skills um, and learning uh, the importance of of prayer and the importance of of um, being um, uh, being involved with uh, with the ministries and with the church and so forth. And, and um, so, I think that's that's very important also. Um, Mary, you got anything else you want to add to 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 the things or or make some comments on what I've been talking about?
1: Sorry, I had to cough. Well, it's so crucial just to hang out with your kids. You no, know, there's I've been talking to a lot of different therapists and coaches and specialists that work with kids. And, yeah, we talk to our kids and we, you know, see what's going on, but we don't get to that level. A lot of children in this generation feel that even if they ran away from home, they wouldn't care because they're not getting that individualized attention that they need and crave. we're all so wrapped up in doing our own thing. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I feel sad for the parents that have to work, especially when you have two-parent households working just to make ends meet because they don't get that opportunity to spend as much time as they'd like. Yep. But just making sure that those little minutes you do have every day count and just talk to them and open up that yep. communication channel.
0: Absolutely. Every minute in our lives is important. Every minute we spend with our children is extremely important. And I... Uh, I had, um, as I said, I had a, a lot of children very quickly, at a very young age, and and um, but I um, I didn't have my wife had them. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we uh, we always try to figure out what caused that. Why 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 is she always getting pregnant? Because you know? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she so had a lot of spare
1: time at night. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Had a lot of spare time at night because this was before the internet and cable TV.
0: Yep, yep, yep. And um, I guess we like we watched a lot of TV. (laughs) No. And anyway, um, we had. um, I lost my chain of thoughts there for a minute.
1: Having a lot of kids young. I'm sorry, what? Having kids, a lot of kids when you're young.
0: Oh, yeah. what you're talking about. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I found out uh, over over a period of time that um, if you teach your children to work together uh, to help each other, um, and i and 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 then um, they they will always do that cuz i have i have children now that are in their 60s and and they're still working together with each other helping each other in different different situations and i um, i attribute that to the fact that uh, we tried to encourage them to do that from little on you know to work together and and uh, having a lot of children quickly, like we did, um, they they pitch in uh, on on helping each other. Like uh, the older ones would help the younger ones to get dressed, and the uh, older ones would would help mom in the kitchen, and and um, help with the laundry, and help with all those things. Uh, at an early age, they did all that because they were. Uh, they were exposed to that, and they were uh, encouraged to do that. And I see that with the with the, the my wife's uh, daughter, um, who lives downstairs. She, um, uh, uh, her daughter, her daughter who's six years old now. She does a lot of things to help with the new baby, and and to help around the house. Um, she uh, she she's getting involved in cooking. She's getting involved in doing the dishes and taking, cleaning, off the, cleaning off the dining room table and, and, uh, and things like that and, and, and helping, uh, helping with the baby, holding. She even holds the baby, you know, to make her sit down in a, in a chair or on, on, on a couch or something when she holds the baby. Um, but she, she loves that baby. You can tell and they, and and why does she love that baby? I believe because they taught her to do that, and they they showed love towards the baby, and my wife and I show love towards the baby and and she shows love she sees us doing that by our example, she has learned and by by her parents' example she has learned and and it's uh um, it's just a wonderful it's wonderful to see that progression in their in their growth, and to see how they develop,
1: you and know I the other place where they learned all that where? playing with baby dolls when they're when they're young oh yeah um they they learn the, those skills as they're playing with dolls, playing house, and you know being the mommy or the daddy.
0: And, you know, that's the
1: biggest misconception with letting boys play with dolls is it teaches them, you know, because you you get the dolls that their eyes open and close and you're always reminding them, well, don't the eyes, don't touch the eyes. That's always, you know, you you teach them that like it's a real baby and letting boys play with dolls like that teaches them that emotional aspect and that kind heartedness to what it's like to be around babies.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's very important.
1: And that's you the know, sad part um, is we're getting away from teaching our kids to play with dolls and toys and, and uh, learning those develop, crucial developmental skills with their imagination and things like that at a young age. Yep. Like, yep. Unlike what we used to do.
0: Yep. and in And in... Encouraging um, what it is that they think they want to do, I think, is very important. If they think they want to be a doctor, encouraging them to learn about them. I've told I've told my children. I says, you know, um, before before you become a doctor, um, it, it, I think it would be good for you to um, to maybe uh, get a get a part time job at a, at a doctor's office. Or in a hospital um, to find out if that's something you really you really want to do and and it's it's helped them it's helped all of them over the years uh because they uh, most of them have done that and and i um and and I think that's very important also because they they learn from whoever they're working with, whether it's nurses or doctors or or lawyers or whatever um they learn what that's what that profession is all about and they learn um from from those people um how to do different things and how to help them and so forth and so i think that's that's extremely important also in their in their development um later on in life um, so anyway uh, you know it, it's not all perfect uh, you know, it, because we're not perfect beings, um, but it, but it, we we do our best, and then we have to commit the rest to the Lord, um, because he um, he helps us all, whether we're infants or whether we're adults. Uh, he's there. He's there, watching over us and helping us, and and encouraging us. Um, I just uh, I just recently started a new business. Uh, at my 80-year-old age, um, which is pretty much unheard of, but it, it's something that I've wanted to do for a long time, and I finally did go ahead and start, decided to, to get into the travel business, and um, I've, been, I've been learning that uh, for the last uh, week and a half, um, studying as much as I can to learn as much as I can in that in that area so I can be equipped to talk to people about it. And so, um, and that's what I always did with my children, too. Uh, you, if you, if you want to become a doctor, you're going to have to do a lot of studying, and you're going to have to learn a lot of things. If you want to be an attorney, the same way. You're going to have to study a lot, and you're going to have to learn a lot of things. And you're going to have to be um, uh, spend, a, spend a lot of your time doing that. And so um, that, that's, I think that's very important to stress that on, on the children also in their development. Anything worth doing is worth spending the time to get it done. And so um, that's, a, that's a philosophy that I've always stressed to my kids too. Anything worth doing is worth spending the amount of time that it takes to get it done. And and so um, that's been uh, very important uh, over the years for us. I see my friend, uh, my friend Derek has joined us. Hi, hi, Derek. It's Mary, Mary, and How I. How are you? Mary and I have been, I'm doing good. How are you doing? Good. We've been uh, we've been talking. Mary and I've been talking about uh, children and child development and those kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, so I I know uh, you don't have any children, but you uh, you've experienced a lot of things in your life in, in developing different skills in your life, right? Right, Eric? Yeah. I'm going on and? Gavin's Zoom call. I'm going on
1: Gavin's Zoom call tonight.
0: Oh, great. Great.
1: great. Do, you, do you want to go on there, too?
0: Yeah, I'll see if I can make it, okay? What time is it?
1: Uh, I don't know.
0: 7 p.m. Eastern. 7 p.m. Eastern? Okay. Yeah. Can you text me the information on how to get on it? Well, I can send it to you. I can share it with you. Yeah. Okay. I can I can share it with you. Okay. That's Gavin Ice Global. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I was on a show Monday night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that sounds great, Derek. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, I send it to you. Okay. Okay. I want me to text it to you. Yeah, please, please text it to me. Uh, Okay, bye. Mary, Mary, you got anything else you want to add before we close down here?
1: Um, join us tonight at six p.m. Eastern. We are talking about voices of hope, and it's all about trafficking and abuse, child protection. Um, This week we're covering parent alienation. And resources for help, if that's what you're experiencing. That's great.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much, Mary, for helping out today. We appreciate it. And um Derek, thank you for coming on. I'll talk to you a little later today. We'll we'll, we'll talk. And um so I uh I just want to say everybody, we uh we're broadcasting uh 7 days a week now and uh different shows for different things and different hosts and um, Oh, and we're
1: one more thing, don't and, forget Monday Hometown Heroes special edition on Joel Griffin. Great,
0: thank you. You know, Mary's been such a tremendous help to the uh, to the Hope Collection and helping uh, people all her all her life, and uh, she is doing so much. She's very uh, very good with the technical things and uh, arranging to get things set up, um, and I thank you for that, Mary. I appreciate you so much, and I know you've Not helped a me a lot. <laughs> You know, you said it's not a problem. Um, sometimes it is a big problem for me. But anyway, um, years ago, we we didn't. When somebody would thank you, we would say you're welcome. And uh, in the, in the later generations, uh, people started saying not a problem. You know, <laughs> it's amazing okay. how things change. Change sometimes, you know. Sure. So anyway, Mary, thank you we so much again. Adjust, God, God bless we your family. adjusted
1: that phrase so that people, when they ask us for help, don't feel like we understand that we don't feel obligated, that it's not a problem for you to ask us for help, that we yeah, like yeah. helping.
0: Yep, yeah. yep, yeah, I understand. Well, just so long, just so long as we don't change all the pronouns. That's the thing that I don't like. <laughs>
1: uh, noon shows, oh, day noon shows.
0: Yeah. All right, Mike. All right, my friend. God bless you and your family. You have a great day, and God bless everyone listening. And uh, God bless America. Have a great day, everybody. Bye bye.